This podcast is the Bears versus the Panthers of podcasts, right? It's it's the the podcast for people willing to watch Amazon Prime Thursday night one and seven, one and six, two and whatever. Oh, one and seven, the, two and seven. Thank you. So welcome. You're our type of people. We're glad you're here. Your favorite Lodo bros are back talking week 10 DFS, main slate, DraftKings. We're talking about rallying midway through the year and catching a bag. My name's Brady, JKNKC. Brandon here. We're going to go through each position, pick a couple favorites. Maybe somebody will get lucky. I think I'm two and seven on the air. I have the same record as the Bears. I think I'm... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even though this past week I had a real good shot, but, you know, I just didn't. Listen, didn't this last weekend, I will say, was a little interesting. It got a little sweaty. Not a full-on whore in church sweat, but like, um, you know, the cops are behind me, and uh, I, I, I had exactly one and a half beers. I tried to, yeah. but hey, you nailed it. But you didn't even show up for the pod, so everybody missed the genius. I wasn't feeling that great. I mean, I was feeling a little. Uh, hey, a little uh, uh, upset. Hey, I'm it could have been your I'm flu back. game. But no. So I need you to figure that out again and start off with your quarterback and give us the play of the week, please. You guys want to hear it? Yes. This is it. If you don't if you guys don't go all in on him, you know what? I'm disowning you guys. That feels aggressive. <laughs> no, no, I am aggressive, BDJ. Our man Kyler Murray is back. He is back. And we are going to play Kyler Murray all in. That's it. Ended that sentence after we are going to play him. I would have agreed. <laughs> what about playing good players from good teams? He's yeah, a decent what, player from a man. Bad team. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You guys. Okay. CJ Stroud is a good player from a man team. And look what he did. That's true. I don't know. It's, it's looking, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, because I said that back in week one, and they were going to be up and coming. I'm just telling you I'm ahead of the game. So if you guys want to jump on board, get on the bandwagon. In three weeks. Got it. Let's go. Let's (laughs) go. Joe, do you have a quarterback that you feel that strongly about? Uh, No. No, I don't. Um, So you need to go to Kyler Murray. Listen, I I believe in Kyler Murray. I think he's way too cheap at 5,900. Hopefully he continues to uh, play like the Kyler Murray of old, and he wants to get out there and run a little bit, but has very, very stackable options, very cheap stackable options. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely don't hate it. Um, I think I am going to go right back to the well. Uh, Joe Burrow still underpriced. Uh, the top quarterbacks in the league are getting priced at around 8K. He's still under 7, and he has been the Joe Burrow of old the last, what, three, four weeks now. Um might be without one or two of his top guys, but and if that's the case, then I'm probably not going there. If, if Higgins and Chase are both out, uh, not going there. But if one of the other is there, I will take one, and then I will throw in Boyd or Irwin for super cheap. Sticking with what I've been doing all year, good players, good teams. I'm going Will Levis from <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> He's very cheap. Uh, They're playing Tampa Bay, who gives up, like, the most points 
fantasy-wise to quarterbacks and wide receivers, let my man go out there and sling it around. Um, going to levitate you to the top week, of the board. That was last I mean, week. Yeah. You're, you're a week late now. You can't be a week late. I'm just telling you. So last time Dallas played the Giants, they treated them like uh, they were Miami. And um, put up a ton of 40 points. So I think I may go with a Dallas Cowboys stack uh, this week. Um, CeeDee Lamb, Jake Ferguson, Tony Pollard, pick Dak and a couple dudes. Pick a wide receiver to run it back and just laugh all the way to the bank. Just don't do it in a Cowboys jersey because that would be uh, embarrassing. Brandon, you were on such a heater. You did call Noah Brown last week. Go ahead, give us some. Uh, why am I saying Noah Brown? Dumpster fire in effect. Uh, yeah, give us well, running backs. God. Uh, okay, I guess I'm going to go first on all these. Uh, I think this is the week you need to go Tony Pollard. I'm going to go opposite of Brady Stack. I think this is the week you need to just load him up. 7,300, pretty low. Just load him up, man. Just load him up. All right. I mean, I mean, you can go all sorts. Of, I think Rashad White uh, was great last week, which I played him. Thank you. Uh, but he's playing against Tennessee's defense. He is the man. I just don't know if you want to keep playing him this week. Kind of iffy, eh, you know, type type play. I'm looking at uh, another one as I come back to my Kyler Murray. It's kind of puke, but hey, it may work out. Tyler Algier, pretty cheap. No. Oh, don't even go yep. there. Okay. Yep. No. Yep. Thank you, Goods. Thank you. Yep. I'm with you. I'm Here's a the good thing. players from good teams. Hey, what about a James bad player Conner? on a bad team? What are you talking Tyler. about? He gets plenty of volume, and then at 4,700, if he scores a touchdown, you're in the gold, buddy. So wow, That got quiet. No, listen. Listen. Bad player. Bad team. <laughs> I mean... Oh, no, bros. I don't know that he is a bad player, is he? Why yeah, is Bijan not? Why is he, he out touching? Arthur Smith is stupid. Okay, but he he's had like twelve to fifteen attempts almost every game the last like six games, and he's getting two to three catches a game. So where and Bichon? he gets right, and he gets man? all the Bijan. Um, Bijan's been getting eleven touches the last two games, and then he's been getting. Three, four that, targets. That's Give me the guy that's got 10 times the talent getting the same amount of reps. I, okay, and, I uh, agree with you on the talent, but that's not what Arthur Smith does. We need to think like Arthur Smith. It does, no, we're, we're talking if they're both getting 15 touches in a game, give me the talented guy getting the 15 touches over well, the absolute trash bag getting 15 touches. But you're saving. But the other like thing you gotta understand is Bijan. The big, the big talk on the internet has been Bijan not getting red zone touches. He's not getting valuable touches. He's had one touch inside the five all season, something like that. But he's also thirteen hundred more. So, what just say Algier, which he's been doing, is stealing and vulturing stuff. At forty seven hundred, you can allow yourself up to pay up somewhere else. If you're doing a Kyler stack, I'm just going off what I – you know what? I've been on a heater, BDJ. I'm just going to keep riding this heater. Either love it or don't. Just jump on board, my friend. Come on. Come yeah, on. I actually – I'm I'm all for playing Bichon this week against your Kyler stack. 
Okay, well, that's fine. Well, it's not well, my guy. You're going to play him too. I know you are. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. I get, and I don't disagree that Bijan is more talented given the eye test, right? But they're getting the same amount of touches. The The cost is drastically different. And why are we thinking about a running back in a you know, in a 50-50 sp- split backfield in a game that's going to be slow because Chicago plays slow. Well, that's not Chicago. Neither of those yeah. teams are Chicago, but that's Okay, cool. why did I say Chicago? <laughs> because Atlanta plays slow. But, but, but here's the thing. Like, okay, so if you do a Kyler stack, which Joe was absolutely right, it's super affordable and you can have some really cheap stack options, which here's the thing. Kyler brings out a different dynamic with some of these pass catchers than, say, Josh Dobbs did or whoever the last tune, whatever his name was. So somebody like Rondell Moore, which we'll get into at 3K, is going to be a little bit different. So, okay, so my point is, is who do you go with on the on the comeback? You got to have somebody because this game could get kind of crazy if Kyler starts throwing it around and they start, I mean, it, it may just be one of those weird games where nobody wants to play it because it's puke, but it may be like 38 to 31 somehow because Atlanta just is Arthur Smith and they suck. So who do you pick? But, like who, who's your comeback? That's my question. Bijan. Well, okay. That's I'm, fine. Again. I, I'm not against Bijan. I was just going with a little cheapo. That's kind of like, eh, He's kind right, of a he's at kind some of a point. Vulture. At some point, I'm saving so much money by going with a Kyler stack. I mean, you can stack Kyler, his number one wide receiver, and his number one tight end, and be in and out for less than fifteen thousand. Like you have here's all the I, money in the world. We don't need to drop thirteen hundred dollars to to go get some dumpster fire that may fall in the end zone once yeah, like $4,700, $4,700. If he gets you 12 points, like he did last week because he got a touchdown, that's not enough. You're not doing anything with that. Bijan okay. can break one from okay. 60 yards out, 80 yards out. Tyler Algier doesn't have a chance in hell of doing that. One, one, let's talk about, Bijan and his 6.9, his 12, his 0.3, his 13, his 12. If you're saving so much money with Kyler, why choose Bijan? And maybe the answer is you're going to pay up for wide receivers? Well, I mean, in my in my lineups, I'm paying up for wide receivers, but I don't – I mean, I'm not against what Joe said. I'm Kyler. just – I'm already Here's, going Pollard, so I'm going to go with some cheapo at that gets a decent amount of volume, and I'm just hoping he gets in the end zone. That's it. And admittedly, maybe I'm salty and anti Bijan because I have him in several season long leagues, and it just is killing me. But look, Aaron Jones, 6,500, had more touches targets and rush attempts than Bijan and Tyler Algier combined. And he's 6,500, 500 more than Bijan. And Gus he's still Edwards, only scored 18. Who? Like, I mean, like it or not, Bijan has 
three games this year where he's gone over 20. He has some kind of ceiling. Tony out Tyler Algier has no ceiling whatsoever. And that's not to say that Aaron Jones doesn't have a ceiling because he's put up 40 points in a game before. Right. And I'm not like I'm saying, I I don't know what Brady's talking about, but like I'm not against you with picking Bijan. I was just going with a cheaper dude that's like, eh, he kinda is the vulture, which I may do is a couple where I switch it up with Bijan just to like get that extra ceiling like you're talking about. Well, okay, first off, Tyler Algier did have 25 week one, but I'm with you. I'm with you. 20 plus that week too. But dude, here's here's what I'm saying. We don't like to go. I watch this guy play and he's really good. We like to look at numbers, right? We like to look at cost per attempt. We like to look at um, dollars and versus projection you know, value. And, and do we really think either one of those guys is presenting value? I mean, unless, unless Bijan's projection is correct, because right now he's projected to get 16 um, at 21% ownership. Who else is around that? Rashad White. Rashad White projected for one point less, same essential ownership, um, two hundred dollars less. I think after last week, you're going to see more people move to White because he's the main focal point of the the Bucks, but he's in a bad matchup. I just, I'm just going that. I mean, my stack is a Kyler Murray stack. I think you're going to see fresh legs. I think you're going to see a lot different, like Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. So I'm just looking for a comeback, and I'm not I'm not sold on Pitts. I know well, some people are in love with him, <laughs> but I'm not sold on Drake London either. So if I'm going to punt, I'm going to punt on somebody that's like going to get me my 12 points and call it good. And if he happens to fall in the end zone, then I just like I got my I got more than what I was hoping for. Right? That's where I'm going with this. And let me one more thing too about um, Kyler. I like Kyler. I, again, I have him in several season longs. Are we concerned that he's not going to run as much because he's coming back from a leg injury? No, I'm just going to say that he's going to try to show out as much as possible. And against an Atlanta defense, that's kind of eh anyways. And they're in a, I mean, I just, I'm just taking a flyer. And with the games this week, I think you're going to find a lot of people playing like chargers or detroit or i'm just going somewhere where maybe he can get maybe 50 yards rushing just for scrambles because he's fast as shit and then i think you're going to see a lot of different wide receiver play which they're super cheap so that i'm just trying to think of a comeback i don't know if i'll do a comeback but if we're talking running backs my favorite's pollard this week he's let everybody down for the last like nine weeks oh so it's been brutal Right. This is the bounce back week where he actually has a decent game at $7,300. So this is where I like him, but then I'm going to just punt up my other because I want to pay up a wide receiver this week. I love the options of wide receiver this week. So besides a couple of little stack options with mine, that's just where I'm going. So what about just running an Arizona stack without a bring back? 
I mean, that's fine. I, I mean, I'm curious on where think, you guys are going this week. I mean, Joe, how do you feel back. about Kyler? You like his price. How do you feel about – are you concerned about him not running as much? Because he doesn't ha- – he's got to run to get there, I think. He doesn't have the weapons. James Conner is back, obviously, or we assume. Are you worried about him not running as much? At the price tag that he's at, he can get there exclusively through the air, but – with a with a quarterback like Kyler, you obviously want that rushing floor uh, that's built into him normally. Just because of the price that he's at, I'm not too concerned. I I'm I'm still going to roster him if he runs ten times. Great. Uh, if he doesn't run, I I still think he has the ability to pay off that price tag. Um, yeah, I mean he'll probably run. He'll probably run. I wonder what his over-under on I mean, his run. I mean, here, I mean, here's the thing. Like, he's not going to come back if he's not fully healthy, right? Why the hell would they bring him back anyways if their team sucks? So that's my – at 5,900, that's cheap. So back to running backs. Joe, where are you at? Because we got off track with my Kyler stack, which it's probably going to shit yeah, the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep talking so much about my stack. It's probably going to shit the bed now. But – no. Where 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 are you at on running backs? Because I, I know you I know you said Bijan just because that was a good replay off mine, but I'm curious because this is the one position besides Tony Pollard I had no clue on. I mean, I, I'm also kind of with you on the Tony Pollard. I, I do like Bijan, whether he's a part of that stack or not. Um uh, I mean I, I I don't know. I, I like that spot for him. Uh I if I don't go with the Cincinnati stack and I'm and, and I'm not going with that stack because they are down their two top receivers. I think Joe Mixon instantly becomes super chalky, but I think he's a good chalk play um, as cheap as he is. Uh, if, if I'm trying to go somebody that's going to be a little less owned than those guys, because those guys all look fairly highly owned, um, I'm probably going to go down to a guy that's not projecting super well, like Alvin Kamara and pay up because his ownership is so stupid low, but I mean, we've seen games this year that he's gotten more than 10 targets. Like, he's right. he's getting elite right. wide receiver one usage as a running back, and then he's also rushing the ball 10-plus times a game right. most games. Like, well, I think, I, I think last week, though, everybody was chasing him because he had such a great couple weeks before that. We've all seen it. Kamara probably currently has the highest ceiling in fantasy football, right? I mean, based on his, was it a five touchdown game? Yeah, Christmas. I mean, yeah, it was some. It was some. Yeah, it was some holiday. Was, game some holiday, right? But okay, I mean, so maybe not the highest. We don't want to. But he, you're right, Joe. I like that play. If you're playing, if you're paying for a cheaper Kyler Arizona stack, then you do have room to move and play. I mean, I was just thinking, could you get to McCaffrey and Kamara, or McCaffrey there's, there's and Eckler? A lot of cheap receivers that are right in good spots this week, and and if this Cincinnati game goes the way that. I mean, if if Chase and Higgins both end up out, then you can you can go grab Boyd as the number one receiver there. You can go grab mm. Tank Dell on the other side. I mean, both those guys are fifty five hundred and less. You go get Marquise Brown fifty two hundred. Like there are a lot of good cheap receivers in good spots this week. That well, you can pay up all the way for all the running backs if you wanted. 
And is that the right way to go? I don't know, dude. But. We, we talked about Kamara playing against Minnesota. That game could turn into a heavy scoring affair. McCaffrey versus Jacksonville. That could turn into a heavy scoring affair. And those are the two. Uh, lowest owned guys in the top nine, ten receipt uh, running backs. Right, and so they're if, both they're both going to get it, both handed off to them, and they're going to get all the passing work that they can handle. So yes. they could be in great spots this week. I mean, yeah, you're talking about you know McCaffrey's floor is ten. Ian uh, Ian Har- Harditz or something used to work for uh, Pro Football Focus loves to tweet out every week that. Christian McCaffrey has gone so many games in a row without injury that he's either gotten a hundred yards rushing or receiving or scored a touchdown. Like, yeah, it's literally like 40 plus games that if he doesn't get injured, he has scored or gotten over a hundred yards. I mean, he's not even 10 K yet. We see guys get up to 10 K typically. Don't we? I think we were paying 10 K for him last year. Right. Okay, Joe. Then talk to us about some of these, some of these guys. It looks like the ETR is projecting Higgins out, so Trenton Irwin's projecting for eleven at three K. If he is going to be playing and he's going to be one of their top three receivers in Cincinnati, he will most likely be the guy that I am throwing in there because I mean, Stone Men guy. Uh, it's kind of hard to go wrong with those guys. Whether they get you twelve in their four X or they get you six, you're not really hurting too much but if if they randomly go off score two touchdowns and you don't have him you're not winning anything mm-hmm. um, who else so i say that to all say that i just rattled off 17 cheap guys um another game that i'm kind of liking this week uh is the washington seattle game i don't know why probably because i hate myself but uh i don't <laughs> mind going the the two top guys there uh, I, I would probably go Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin this week. They're uh, both right around 6K, both in pretty good spots, um, and they're both projecting fairly well. So that's where I'm looking at least early in the week. Let me ask you this. If you're like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna play Will Levis. I'm going to play Kyler Murray for some savings at quarterback, right? Cheap stack, throw in um, Trent Irwin. Is a free square at 3K. How do you decide? Um, I got all this money left over. I'm going to spend heavy on running back or wide receiver. I mean, at some point, you just you got to pick who you think is going to have the higher ceiling that week, who's in the better spot. And I, I mean, like you were talking about earlier, like we we like to factor in who's getting the most opportunity for the price, but at some point you have to project that somebody's going to have a, a bigger game or or is more likely to have a ceiling game. So if you have if you're trying to pick between Christian McCaffrey or Jamar Chase and you see the T Higgins is out, maybe that sways you a little bit towards Jamar Chase because he's now the definite number 1 and the number 2 is not there to take away spots from him or, or you know what I mean like right there's got to be something that is pushing you one way or the other. Or if you see a ton of value at wide receiver and there's not as much value at running back and you want to make sure you have that floor at running back or, or you see a ton of ownership on the guys that are higher priced at wide receiver and it's low ownership like they're projecting currently on McCaffrey and Kamara, then 
maybe you just go that way because you want to be different. There does seem to be a good amount of value on the wide receiver side. So then it's just trying to pick off the guys that you think are going to pull off something. Um, I think Brandon Ayuk is interesting. He's been out, said he was hyped up uh, during the bye week, ready to come back. So he's back, which on some level means watch out Debo fans. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, if I'm even considering Will Levis, I think you got to definitely consider DeAndre Hopkins because he's just, you know, their A1 go-to Mr. Reliable over there. Brandon, did you mention wide receivers before we got off track? Yeah, good question. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so this brings me up to a a good point that Joe was talking about. So, Brady, you were asking him about Kamara and McCaffrey and owning them. So – with all this value that's popping up, so this is where my brain's thinking. Okay, Irwin's a good play. That's fine. Where, where is the majority when we're talking GPP? Where are they going to spend their money? And I honestly think people are going to spend a lot more money trying to roster top-end running backs because there's a lot of really good running backs on the market, like in this slate. Uh, quarterbacks, I mean, it's not like you have Hurts or Mahomes or anybody like that up there because, like, Lamar Jackson's playing Cleveland, which is, even though he's tore him up before, you're still kind of iffy about it, right? So quarterbacks, it's not really, there's not somebody you're paying up for. So my gut tells me people are going to try to roster Kamara, McCaffrey, Eckler, McCaffrey, blah, blah, now, blah. Listen, you may be right, but that's not what the projections say on Thursday which is, evening. Which is, which is fine, but my gut tells me like I'm going to skip out on like somebody like Irwin because if Chase, it all depends on that news. Like if Chase and Higgins are out, I don't want any part of that. Like I may go to a tight end, but I don't want any part of that because that changes the whole dynamic of the whole team. I'm actually looking wide receiver wise because I'm spending down on like somebody like Rondell Moore, which nobody's probably, I think his whole dynamic changes because Murray's in the game now. I think he's way more valuable, and he's at 3K. I would take him over Trent Irwin all day, every day, um, with Murray in the game, So, which allows me – I want to do the little secondary stack. I want to see a little Amon Ross St. Brown versus Keenan Allen because I think that mm-hmm. game is going to be competitive, and they're both super expensive um, on the wide receiver side. And I think because that game will be fairly close in a dome – or on turf, you're going to see quite a bit of production with those two guys. And that's where I want to spend my money. But that's just kind of where I'm at with Rondell Moore and Hollywood Brown being my little cheapos. So it, I think a lot of this slate's going to depend on what happens with this uh, Cincinnati news. Um, right now, that's where the value is. Trent Irwin, Tyler Boyd, um, even Jamar Chase comes up because of his projection is at 22. Um, He comes up for quite a bit of value. But here's what I was looking at. I was sorting by ownership. Joe Mixon, I'll just list off the top seven. Joe Mixon, Marquise Brown, Rashad White, Tony Pollard, Bijan, Deontay Johnson, Jamar Chase. Um, They're all at 20 and above, essentially. Um, So if that's right, 
or if that's close, you know, I still think you got some premium, ta- you know, McCaffrey's down there at 11% owned. Kamara's all the way down at three. Yeah. Right, right. Kamara I mean, if you're, if you're saying I'm going to get Kamara anywhere near 3%, you might as well lock him into my lineup. Right, which right. I would definitely change it up some. But what I'm saying is, is like, okay, so my question to you guys is, is we're talking wide receivers. Say Jamar Chase is out, Auntie Higgins out. There's no way. Okay, so as a football mind, there's no way I can sit there and think that Trent Irwin's going to produce anything close. Like, I don't even care if he's 3K. Like, what are the odds he's going to have this gigantic game? He's like, not. He's not. He's not. But he that allows you. you he that allows you to get to. Well, that's that's right? fine. But what I'm saying, okay. So this is my point. My point is, is like you take him or Rondell Moore, who plays a slot, but now his produ- his productivity is going to go up because his quarterback level goes up. But he's not the number one guy, so he gets to sit there and just feast off of a quarterback that throws it 45 times a game. So that that I'm just who there. throws it 45 times a game. Kyler Murray. He's not going to throw 45 times a game. James Conner is back. He's coming off of an injury. He's got Marquise Brown and can we can we uh, can we rewind to last week? Like, yeah, I just don't know why you play C.J. Stroud. He's 200 more than Baker Mayfield. He's 200 more than this guy. He went for 51 <laughs> points, dude. It has nothing to do with that. Like, that's just. I mean, I'm just telling you, like. If everybody's going to play Trent Irwin, if those guys are out, give me the other guys all day long that have a better opportunity with the situation. Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, yeah, he may score a touchdown. That's great. I mean, that's chalk. That's great. But I'm just saying, like, for the the opposition side, you can get 3K with Rondell Moore, who's going to get the ball probably thrown to him five times, six times this game, no doubt. Because Kyler's in there. They're going to throw quick fucking screens. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Because that's how Kyler plays. Like, that's just how they but, play. Yes. You got on, but you got to understand 50 points is an outlier game for CJ Stroud. But I called it. That's the difference. <laughs> you can laugh all you want, but I was, pre- I, I predicted it. And I wish I wouldn't have been sick because I was sitting there Me and too. You were just like, what? I'm like, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I said this about Marvin Jones a couple years ago. BDJ, quit shaking your head. I know you are. Hey, hey, if you get one a year, you get one a year. I can't be mad about that. No, 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 no. I can't be mad about that. We're going on three in a row. But what I'm saying is, is like, okay, so where do you spend your money? Going back to the the original question. I agree with Joe. Here's the thing. Alvin Kamara is 3%. I will switch up my lineups to get Alvin Kamara. But where I'm going is like, I really think those two top-notch wide receivers are going to have a game back and forth because I'm, I'm okay joe I'm joe joe yeah. talk to us about the difference between a 15 percent 3k rondell moore and a 0.5 percent owned trent Irwin that has a three point higher projection i mean listen uh, there's no way that Trent Irwin is that low owned if Higgins is officially ruled out. Like his his ownership will jump too. Uh, will he go over Rondale Moore? I don't know. Um, I think that they'll both be fairly well owned by the time that the cards are flipped over. 
at, at the end of the day, the reason that we're playing either of these guys is because of opportunity cost. Like they're min price, they're three K. They're not they're not gonna kill us if they score six, but if they score sixteen or whatever, it could be the guy that you have to have. Um at, at the end of the day, I, I'm more on the Irwin side if everybody is ruled out for Cincinnati because Cincinnati is not going to completely flip the way they play. They're going to go out there and trust Joe Burrow to lead them to victory regardless. Will Joe Mixon get more love? Of course. But will mm. Joe Burrow not still throw for 30, 35 times? Give me the guy that's going to be the second option at wide receiver that's in an offense that's going to for sure throw 35 times over the third option, maybe even I mean, but at the end of the day, Joe, but wait, 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 wait. It's a coin flip. It's basically the same play. Okay, Rondell Moore, dude, I'll give you Rondell Moore. Trent Irwin, either way, it's the same essential play. You're taking a 3K fourth wide receiver just so that you can afford your Kamara, your Pollard, and whatever. So really, it's not about Rondale Moore or Trent Irwin. It's about the – Maybe you play both. Yes, 100%, dude. Don't play both. Don't play both. But you could. Hey, I don't hate it because, dude, if they're they're both projected to get 10, right? I mean. And they do pay. If they do both get, if they both get 12 and give you 4X and you get 24 points for 6K, it's one of the better 6K plays on the slate. I'm agreeing with Joe. I'm just saying if you really wanted to be like stars and scrubs, like NBA type thing, that's yeah. what you would do. But, well, see, yeah, but I mean, if you want to do that, then go go pick a shitty freaking 2.5K tight end. Right. That but has I, a chance and freaking pick a 3K wide receiver. We're, and getting, off, we're getting off track for what I was asking. Like, would you rather go two top end what? running backs or two top and wide receivers because currently with the way that ownership is projected, I would rather go two top end running backs because okay, they're projecting for less. Right. So that's ownership. what I was asking you because I'm going the opposite. I'm going, I think people are going to load up with like Rondell Moore and they're going to load up with Irwin if the news comes out. So I think less people are going to want to spend more money at wide receivers because they feel like they've got good value there and they're going to go up with running back. That's just where I, that's, there's nothing wrong with what you say. Cause I'll probably have some lineups like that. I'm just saying, I think the contrarian point of view of that is like pay up for a couple big wide receiver studs, even though there's really good value at wide receiver. Does that make sense? That's, that's just where my brain's telling me to go. Cause the, okay, I mean, the, the I think there's also high. something to be said for just, completely flipping the build of your lineup and not going up at up going up anywhere. Right. Getting right. a bunch of guys that are five to seven K and just riding with them. Don't take any of these cheap three K guys. Don't take right. any of the eight K right. guys and roll it out there. Yeah, I just think the way these games are set up, I I don't want to not get a part of the 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 Chargers and Lions game. I want to have a piece of that. And if I'm going to go really shitty stack with uh, Arizona, Kyler, and, uh, yeah. yeah, like where it's kind of puke and hoping, like 
then I'm like, okay, at least I got a good semi stack on the back end of it. But if this one plays out, like I hope it does, then I'm in a really good spot to have a chance to cash like I did last week. Because honestly, when I'm sitting there looking at Houston and Tampa Bay, that looked like puke. It did look like puke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But anyways, but why I'm, no, I'm no, just no, trying, you're right. I'm just trying to throw out different perspectives for you guys, how my weird ass CTE brain thinks. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is from playing football, but I'm just saying, like, giving you a different perspective besides the numbers. Like, I'm just like, okay, if everybody's doing this, it's probably the other thing. I'm just not that it's right because I'm obviously I'm two for seven on the Bears. I'm Eberflus right now. That's what that's what I am. I love where your head's at, though. Right? How is everybody else building, and how can I do it differently? I don't know that you're out on some island with going with a Kyler Murray stack, is some. Um, but if you think everybody's going paying out the running back, I do like the idea of you know the pivot is pay up for a couple well, bangers at wide receiver. Well, and you're right, but I also think Joe's on to something too with Seattle and Washington. I mean, both those defenses. Yeah. Are, well. Washington's defense sucks, and and they just gave up their two best pass rushers, right? And they 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 kind of let people down, but they're playing New England last week, so I mean he's on to something there too. It's just like is really is anybody really going to play Arizona Atlanta? Like that's real puke. So I agree. So, hey. but, but I think Joe's on to something too. So it's like we just need to listen to our podcast, say load up, bros, and put together a lineup so we can win a bag. All right. Okay, let's talk tight ends then. 36% owned projection, 36% owned Trey McBride, 3,500 out of Arizona, fits in quite nice. Um, I'm thinking now, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about going with a San Francisco stack, right? Brock Purdy on the cheap, CMC, and of course, George Kittle. Back at it? George Kittle is such a rough button to click. Mm-hmm. I know he is. For he's, he's at sixty one hundred. I know. I mean, isn't is he the most expensive guy at tight end on this slate? No, Mark Andrews at sixty nine. <laughs> okay, so he's what, number two? Yeah. Yeah, so, it I is mean, a tough and, click. Sam Laporta, I like him better. I do like that game now that you guys are talking about it. Detroit um, Chargers. The ownership doesn't seem out of line there. Yeah, I mean, Sam Laporta, TJ Hawkinson are both guys that feel like they're underpriced compared to the roles that they have on their teams. Uh, I mean, George Kittle's great, but he he doesn't get enough targets. He doesn't get enough love for me to pay 6100 for him. Could it yeah. be the week that he gets two, three touchdowns? Sure, but I, I mean, it could also be the week that he gets two or three targets and they're for right. five yards apiece. Okay, you talked me off George Kittle. Um, Brandon, give us a tight end. I'm all in on George Kittle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, man, live your best life. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, honestly, I, I don't really have a favorite tight end. And I think Might as well eat Dude, if it's not Trey McBride. McBride, what are you doing? Well, you know, at first I was like, you know, I'll just fill in with like whatever. I, I just don't want Trent McBride. I just don't. I don't know how Kyler's going to throw to his tight ends. He loves throwing to wide receivers, but in the past, but what I'm, 
what I'm interested in is last week I went with Mark Andrews to be contrarian compared to some of the uh, other tight ends. And, like, all these other tight ends scored touchdowns, and Mark Andrews just got, you know, like eight catches, 80 yards, which was fine or whatever it was. But this week he's playing Cleveland. I think I'm, I'm going to spend up. I think I'm going to go after Mark Andrews. I think Joe, cool. do you have somebody besides Trey McBride? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I think I'm more on the uh, TJ oh, Hawkinson route than anything. I think TJ Hawkinson and uh, um, what's his nuts, Alvin Kamara are going to be uh, me trying to get in on this game a little bit. Yeah, I mean, man. TJ Hawkinson at five K just screams like he is too too low priced. I, I literally paid sixty five hundred for this guy with Kirk Cousins in. Right. Well, yes, we have Joshua Dobbs now, but like, yeah, he well, played all right, not knowing good. anything last week. Right. Right. I, I mean, I like that too. Dobbs is uh, now that he has another week under his belt to learn the playbook. I think you'll you'll see a little bit better at a Hawkins. Okay. So the Chiefs are on a bye week. Before we wrap it up, I think we need to talk. And this just came up. I'm going to need everybody to give us their favorite nickname so far the season. Doesn't have to be a new nickname. Can be an old one. But um, I'm going to throw out Mormon Missile for Jaron Hall. There's so much to love about that nickname. It's funny because it's like got the religious thing and also, you know, the alliteration of Mormon Missile is great. So um, that's where I'm going. Um, who's up Listen, next? Who wants? Joshua Dobbs has a hell of a freaking name. The Pastronaut? I mean. I know. That was my second. So dude. I love that so much. The guy's the been interning for NASA over the summer because apparently he's a freaking genius. And he's just... Playing in the NFL, it is off time from interning. Like, dude, can I tell you? Can I tell you? I hadn't heard that. I thought they were calling him a pastronaut because he doesn't have eyebrows and he looked kind of like an alien. Oh boy, that's, I swear that's what I thought. I didn't know he was messing well, with NASA. Sense. He does kind of look like an alien because of the alopecia or whatever. He's listen. Don't you guys hate on this man? So he has not, a medical dude, condition. And you guys are out here making fun of him. Not hating. I'm the dumb one. My I guy doesn't it. have eyebrows, and you guys are just rolling have on. Have you him. seen me? I don't have eyebrows. Check Jeez. the photos. You, you should know this. Hmm. I don't have eyebrows. What's don't your know. current? I you don't, don't have it. I don't. I don't you're not going to throw out. Twitter, so I don't know all these nicknames. You're not going to throw out our old school Danny Dimes, Vanilla Vic. No, I mean, you know, be good, speedy J. Those are the those are two good ones. Those are two those are two. You know, I just those are, those are the two legendary ones that I just need to know and always remember. That's all I care about. I absolutely love it. If I didn't hate myself so much, I would definitely go back and listen to this podcast because even though I don't know that we drilled down on any specific plays, I thought there was some really interesting discussion that I'm going to have to reconsider, right? Because obviously I suck at this. So when somebody's pushing back, I don't need to dig dig my heels in harder. I need to listen, open up and learn a little something so that's my plan for this week i'm going to go back and listen to it and i'm going to learn some things i'm going to take some notes i'm going to school and then i'll still suck on sunday but i'll be able to blame it on y'all because i listen to you guys that's a real plan 
<laughs> See, <laughs> Bijan Robinson. Look, I told you, Kittle. He did. You talked me off of him. Hey, uh, as long as I have somebody he else. Exclusively came at me with that. Hey, I just want to let you know. Three touches. I never down. listen to Brandon. Tyler Algier. Yeah, none of you ever do. Because then it's like, here's the thing. Two out of the seven weeks or nine weeks, you guys are like, you don't listen to me. And then those two weeks, you're like, oh, my gosh, you have a chance to win. Oh, my gosh. You can win like 10K. Oh, my gosh. I can never win 10K. I'm like, well, if you guys would listen instead of making fun of me all the time. Listen, it's bro, I had $2,500 sitting on my account twice, and it got yanked but, away well, from here's me. Here's the thing, I never once said you were not right with that. I said, go get them, bro. That's all I ever said to you. You, no, we were hyped up for let's, you. Let's rewind this back about 47 minutes ago. Tyler Algier, are you serious? <laughs> okay, but that's what we do here. We're like uh, we're like the ugliest sports roundtable ever, right? We it's need the like roundtable uh, ever because here's the thing, and I've been preaching this for anybody that actually listens to this. If you take all of our picks, throw them into like a little Powerball jumble, and you pull them out and put them in a lineup, you're probably going to win some money. It's just picking the right picks because we do hit a lot it's just which ones do we hit that's the question okay i'm gonna do that too i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go back through and i'm gonna take this podcast as the player pool to build from no i'm serious me too yeah i'm me too i'm not i'm not joking all right 20 bucks gone <laughs> Light it on fire is just 20 bucks, dude. Make Trust me. Bucks. I've spent it work worse ways. Good job. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Let's do it again next week, huh, fellas? What do you say? Yeah, guys. Come on. I guess. But let's let's do it with better microphones after we catch a bag and we all upgrade our equipment. How about that? Wait, whose microphone's bad? Is it mine? <laughs> okay, I am mine very is. Poor. Mine is. You won't be after this weekend, bro. Let's hope. If you listen back to this podcast. Oh, by the way, go subscribe. Use your Amazon Prime gift sub or whatever it is on uh, Twitch, JKNKC. He's Brandon, and um, he's awesome. He's Joe. He's awesome. I'm Brady, and you are listening to this. And if you made it this far, you are awesome. Or something's wrong with you as well but welcome to the family (laughs) hey thanks for listening to this episode show notes for links and stuff go have a sunday catch you a bag yeah load up bros